Well, another focus of the last 24 hours has been Israel's furious reaction to comments made by the UN Secretary General at the Security Council yesterday. Antonio Guterres said the Hamas assault in southern Israel had not happened in a vacuum. He also said there was no justification for the attacks. Well, Israel is now withholding visas from UN officials in response to those remarks. Well, Mr Guterres spoke again earlier today reacting to Israel's response. Have a listen. I am shocked by the misrepresentations by some of my statement yesterday in the Security Council as if, as if I was justifying acts of terror by Hamas. This is false. It was the opposite. In the beginning of my intervention yesterday, I clearly stated, and I quote, I have condemned unequivocally the horrifying and unprecedented 7 October acts of terror by Hamas in Israel. Nothing can justify the deliberate killing, injuring, and kidnapping of civilians or the launching of rockets against civilian targets." End quote. Indeed, I spoke of the grievances of the Palestinian people. And in doing so, I also clearly stated, and I quote, "But the grievances of the Palestinian people cannot justify the appalling attacks by Hamas. End quote. And then I went on with my intervention referring all my positions on all aspects of the Middle East crisis. I believe it was necessary to set the record straight, especially out of respect to the victims and to their families. Thank you. Well, that was the UN Secretary General. Let's go live to Jerusalem. Our diplomatic correspondent, Paul Adams. Paul, it was interesting. The Secretary General had to return to the microphones within 24 hours. Has there been any Israeli response to what he said a little earlier today? I don't think the Israelis are in any mood to listen to any clarifications from Mr Guterres. They have made up their minds that they did not like what they heard from him yesterday. They, I think, believe... Uh, that the UN Secretary-General and perhaps the UN in general doesn't quite get the reality, the true barbaric reality of what happened here on October the 7th. And uh, let's not forget that the Israel and the United Nations have never had a particularly cordial relationship. And right now, of course, they are locked in a debate about the provision of uh, aid and specifically fuel in the Gaza Strip, something which the UN says it cannot function without and something which the Israelis are saying they will not allow in because it's all being used by Hamas. Exactly on the point of fuel, Paul, where are we? Because uh, the UN agencies are saying that it's, it's simply a matter of hours now before they run out. Yeah, they, we've been on a kind of countdown for several days, Matthew, uh, down to today. This was the day that the UN uh, had, had been warning us they would uh, essentially run out of fuel. Uh, that, that, would, that would force them to curtail some of their services. You know, they need vehicles to be able to transport aid to where it's needed. Uh, they need to be able to run their schools, their medical facilities. All of these things they're now going to have to look at. They say they're going to have to look at now and decide what is absolutely essential and what they can do without. Uh, they are responsible for around 600,000 Palestinians uh, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, and, of course, there are 2 million Palestinians uh, who are facing a dire humanitarian situation at the moment. Without fuel, the UN says, none of its pro humanitarian uh, programs are really feasible. 
And Paul, we've been watching what is happening at the UN in terms of various resolutions, uh, those calls that are coming from several quarters of some sort of pause. Is there any sort of likelihood of that? We are, it's interesting that we are hearing those. We're hearing it from the Americans, from the Canadians, from uh, Europeans, uh, all arguing that such a thing should happen. Uh, I think perhaps for a couple of reasons. One, to try and get the aid in, because so far what we've seen in the past four or five days are pitifully small quantities of aid crossing the Rafa crossing from Egypt into the Gaza Strip, not even close to addressing the, the real humanitarian needs uh, in the Gaza Strip, and perhaps also to buy more time for discussions and negotiations about the fate of hostages, Israeli hostages, foreign hostages, more than 200 of them still being held in the Gaza Strip, and a belief that negotiations, which are involving a number of parties, including, of course, Qatar, do need to be given time to yield results. Paul Adams, live there in Jerusalem. Thanks very much. Thank you.